Hi, welcome. It's February 25th, 2021, and this is the Robert Bruton Podcast Show, and I'm your host, Robert Bruton. Thank you for tuning in today, and uh, it is a very cold day in West Texas again, and then tomorrow is going to be 75 degrees. So I go from uh, my uh, ski suit to my bikini on <laughs> in a day's time. It's just freaking nuts. Welcome to Texas weather. So anyway, uh, we've got a really fun show for you today. Uh, we're going to take a 60 second uh, short break and we'll be right back and I'm going to tell you a whole lot more about the show. Hi guys and welcome back to the show. And today I want to talk about something that uh, when you're <clears throat> Choosing it, you know, and doing like a side hustle and things like that. And by the way, we've been talking about uh, my book, uh, Digital Nomad. Sorry. Um, we uh, I that's my latest book on available on Amazon. And, and we talk about how to take a side hustle and just or just have a side hustle. And, you know, I always say. What would an extra five hundred dollars look like for your family? What would an extra thousand dollars look for like for your family? What would an extra five thousand dollars look like per month for your family? So, it, or could you do something? And here's here's what I'm a huge proponent of: do in life, young people and old people, but especially you young folks. Do what you want to do, not what you have to do. Don't let society, don't let stupid mistakes dictate your life. You know, don't let your out of control life determine what your life's going to look like if your life's out of control. Okay. And if you're making stupid mistakes, if you're doing dumb stuff, you know, you that has long range ramifications. And I am someone who is definitely uh, I don't speak from, well, I just read something about that. I've actually lived that I did some dumb shit when I was in my 20s, you know, lots of alcohol, lots of drugs, lots of stupid uh uh, mistakes, lots of bad choices, bad decisions, you know, uh, did a lot of dumbass stuff. And I can tell you from experience, this shit will follow you for a very long time and follow you to the end of your days. And sometimes it's not fun, it, it, you know, but you can make it better. Okay. So just because let's say you have already screwed up really bad. Okay. Then, uh, it's never too late to recover. I don't care how young or old you are. Uh, even if you've done some dumb shit and you've made some horrid mistakes in your life, well, guess what? You can actually make up for that. Because here's the thing, and this is something I say a lot. If you are not the same person today that you were when you were doing all these you know, horrid things or mistakes or being a jackass or whatever, okay? If you're a different person today because you are now spiritual, you're now living a, a a more serene life, then God bless you, okay? Then people can't hold against you, and but some will, okay? Your past. Well, you remember what you did, you son of a bitch, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, I, if I'm not the same person that I was, then am I not allowed some forgiveness. And if you can't forgive me, then you know what? I, I, I'm sorry. Okay. But if I was the same person, I would say you had a leg to stand on. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, you can call me a jackass and you can call me all the things you want. So that leads me to today's, the topic of today's show, which is run your own race. Okay. Never let outside influence. Okay dictate how you should run your race. And what I mean by run your race is how you will change your life. For some people, you may need some extra time. You may need some extra time to learn new paradigms, learn new things in your life to change old habits and change, you know, and get new wineskins, as they say, you know, 
It's time to throw away the old wineskins and get new. All right. And so always, no matter what it is, run your race. Okay. And because if you allow outside influences to speed you up or slow you down, then you're not, you're not running your own race. And this is something that, that I will say, like I do on your idea, if you're going to be successful, you guys have heard me say in, in other shows, and you've read some things that I, that I've written that where I state clearly, no matter what you've done, no matter who you are, if you believe you can do something, there's two people that know that for fact, for sure. There are two people in your life that know whether or not you are going to win or fail. That is you and God. There's nobody else that's going to tell you. I mean, you may have well-meaning people that say, oh man, you're going to win. I just know it. Moms are good about saying that. Dads are good about saying that. Your brother, your sister might be good about saying that. But to truly know is something you're going to have to dig into yourself and find out. And that's going to be between you and your God. And those are the two people in your life that know for sure whether you're going to succeed or whether you're not. So you can choose to listen to other people and you can speed that process up, slow that process down. You can take advice that's, you know, uh, that, that really, you know, at, at this point, when you're trying to do something and we're talking about being in like our digital nomad, because that we're, all of these shows are based on my, my latest book. And, and so I really have to say, if you're going to do a side hustle or do anything that changes in your life, any change that you want to have in your life, whether it's a personal relationship or whether it's a professional relationship, okay, Go at your pace because someone who is meant to be in that situation with you will understand and move at the pace of your race. Okay. Most of these things aren't a race to, to see who gets in front. If I'm trying to develop a personal relationship with someone, okay, I'm not going to speed through it. You know, you call them for a second date, you pick them up and go, oh yeah, by the way, do you want to get married? You know? No, you got to run your race. You got to slow things down. You know, maybe, maybe you feel like in some instances, you know, oh, this is love at first sight. Okay. Well, that's all well and good. Okay. But do you really know someone well enough to say that no matter how weird this person can be or how weird I can be because love obviously in a relationship is a two-way street. Okay. Are we going to be able to make it together? If I bring my weirdness into the relationship, you bring your weirdness into the relationship. And this is the first time, but we've already jumped into, uh, we're married. We got married on the second date. Well, there are some stories you hear of people that just knew they just met and they knew which is great if that's what happened but it it really getting to know each other getting to know each other's you know uh problems getting to know what we all have baggage <laughs> you know anybody that tells you oh i don't have any baggage it's full of shit there is something, everybody is, has got some something in their life that they, that they bring with themselves. There's some little quirky thing, some idiosyncrasy, something that, you know, they may have a, a, a mental situation, which, you know, if you know these things going in and you go in open-eyed and you understand how certain things, for example, someone with, with bipolar disorder. That can sometimes be a real challenge to live with, especially if you don't suffer from it. 
or someone who suffers from severe depression. Well, I, I can love you and I can want to care and nurture for you through that. But if I don't know that, if I'm thrown into that mix without having any not prior knowledge to knowing that, I might not be emotionally prepared to live my life with someone who has this disorder. Because I, I emotionally can't handle it. You know? So run your race is what it all boils down to. Slow down. Pace yourself. That's okay. You know? Because here's the thing that's going to happen if you do that. That's vitally important. You're not going to get stressed. You're not going to freak out. You're going to run your own race so that you can you can uh, absorb what's going on, you know, and you can swallow it. Because a lot of times we have to swallow things. Sorry, we had a little glitch there. What I was saying is, is that you have to swallow things that that you can swallow it if it's in smaller chunks, okay? But you can't swallow a horse pill, okay? That that's just that's not fair to anyone in your life, including yourself. So that's what I mean about running your race. You need to slow everything to your pace. If someone cares about you or loves you or or you're in a business situation, you know, run your race. I have yet to see anything where, you know, someone said, well, I'm going to need an answer by five o'clock today. That you couldn't call them the next day and go, you know what, I thought about it and I'll go ahead and do the deal. And you hear someone on the other end of the phone going, Yahoo, you know, I mean, if you were going to lose something and you knew for sure you were going to lose it, if you didn't speed up and make a decision, that's one thing. But if it's just a, a veil threat, you know, well, you guys will have till midnight tonight and then we're just going to move on and do something else. You could probably call that person the next day and still make the same deal. That deal's off the shelf. Any... If someone wants to be an asshole and a moron and say, well, that was a deal that was on the shelf for yesterday. Today's deal is is worth, you know, 100 grand more, you know. Really, you know, I, I mean, I do know people that will that will not do certain things. I know a guy that, that sells parts and, and, you know, if you don't pay his price, he just won't sell it to you. And I'm like, what? A, you know, OK, so if I give you a five dollar discount, you'll. You'll go ahead and buy this deal and I'm still making uh, 20 bucks, 200 bucks. I'm still making money and I'm going to pass up a sale. Really? How stupid is that? How absolutely ridiculously, utterly stupid to do something like that. But this guy will do it. He literally won't give a discount and he will miss business when he's got competitors who will happily make that sale. And I'm sitting there going, dude. You just lost a sale over, and it's always some pittance. It's always some small amount that somebody just says, hey, give me something. Well, okay, I'll give you something. Cool. You know, I'll meet you part of the way. I mean, there is a point in time when you have to say stop. But there's also, you know, when you're not even coming to the table to offer a dollar, well, you, not only are you going to lose this, but I won't ever call you again for nothing because you're a, you're a, a, a dumbass <laughs> that won't offer up any sort of a, a, any help, you know? And if it's somebody being reasonable, then meet them, meet them halfway. Say, I can't do that, but I'll split the difference with you. You know, there's always a will, there's a way, but run your race. Do your thing. You know, don't let the world dictate how quick or how slow you're going to move. And so let's and let's talk about, you know, starting something that maybe you don't have a complete understanding of, you know, and you get frustrated as you start down the road. Well, don't have an expectation of, well, I got to be up and running in a week. You know. And that's just an expectation that you give, you know, if it takes you a year to learn how to do something, then take the damn year. If it takes you a month to learn something, 
take the damn month. And this rolls back to patience. Because we get frustrated and we stop doing things because of a lack of knowledge. Everything that we do that has anything to do with success at all is a lack of knowledge. Successful people will tell you that why are you why are you why why is that competitor more successful than you are? Normally it's because they're willing to take one more step than you were. And a lot of it has to do with knowledge. A lot of it has to do with that you got outsmarted. Well, you could fix that. That's easy. That becomes knowledge. Knowledge is gained through what? Reading, journals, uh, videos, masterclasses, seminars, continuing education courses at college, mentors. Wow, seems like there's a whole bunch to choose from there. Well, yeah, there, there's a particularly huge amount of things that you can get if you just go out and look for it. And knowledge will overcome anything. I'm telling you now, if you're smart enough to fix someone's issue with something that you have, and you're smart enough to tell them how, well, if you do this this way, I can solve this. Oh my God, you have no idea. And people will sit there and look at you and go, oh my God, I had no idea I could do that. You just solved a problem. And when you solve a problem, guess what? People will pay whatever the hell you they want, you want them to pay. People will pay for knowledge. Absolutely. They don't want that shit for free. They want they you know, and I and I will tell people real quick, you know, hey, can you help me do this? Yeah, this is what it's gonna cost. Well, I, I can't pay that. Well, I'm sorry. Now, I will negotiate, but there comes a point in time where my time is valuable. So, yeah, I might have to miss something if somebody can't afford it, and I understand that. But I will always try to help someone. It's like me. I, I offer my books. If you if you send me a, uh, an email and tell me or go through the website and, and put on, on a deal and tell me why you can't afford my books right now, just and you don't have to get real personal. Might just say, hey, I'm having a little financial hardship. I'd really like to read this book. I will send you a digital PDF of that book for free. No, no questions asked. Just let me know you're struggling. Because you know why? I want to know that you're struggling so that I can say a prayer for you. So that when I send it, before I send it, I will actually pray that this gives you some knowledge. It helps you overcome something, you know, an adversity. And then I just simply pray that God provides you the wisdom to get out of whatever issue that you're having, how to find your way through a situation, which leads me to my next little piece of advice. If you read nothing else in this lifetime, okay, if you read nothing else in this lifetime, I want you to read one thing for me. Okay, it's not that long, all right? And and I'm telling you, it will give you, uh, you'll sit there and go, oh my God, I've read that in this self-help book. I've read that in this self-improvement thing. I've heard this before. I've heard that before. And this is something that was written thousands of years ago. I want you to read the book of Proverbs in the Bible. Oh, I'm not religious. You don't have to be religious to read the damn Bible, okay? You don't have to be religious. You don't have. You can. You can actually, uh, because Proverbs is the book of of wisdom, life's wisdom, and it was mostly written by a man who was incredibly, not only gifted and talented, but incredibly wealthy. And for his time, he would have been, I don't know. I think they figured it out a couple times. He'd be ten times Bill Gates. You know, at his best, 10 times Warren Buffett at his best. And that's King Solomon. You guys have heard things where the people have looked for Solomon's minds and all these different, you know, things. 
But he, and you know what he prayed for? Being a, a spiritual man? You know what he asked God for? He didn't say, oh God, please build me a huge palace. Oh God, please uh, bring me a beautiful wife. Oh God, please give me a son. Oh God, please give me more wealth. Give me more gold. Give me more, you know, palaces to live in. No. All Solomon ever asked God for? Wisdom. Knowledge. And that goes down to the absolute thing that I say every time. You will lose for lack of knowledge. You will win because you have the knowledge. Man, I, you know, there, there's so, many, so much in my life where I, I wish I'm sitting there going, damn, I should have, I should have done, I, I should have been more attentive at school and I should have gone further in, in my academics. And I didn't. Stupid mistake. But you can self-teach. You know, I hear people, I can't afford to go to college. Okay, well, can you read? Good. Then pick up a damn book. Go to the library. Library's full of books. You want to learn algebra? Go to the library because you know what they have? Probably two rows of algebra books, geometry books. I want to learn computer science. Great. You know what you do? You go to a library. Hey, do you have any books on computer science? And then you start watching videos. You start doing things. You can self. You can self-educate. Most of the su- most successful people that I'm aware of actually are self-educated. They don't have formal backgrounds. Those of you that anybody know who Ernest Hemingway is, okay? If you don't, then I don't know what rock you've been under. But come on. Okay, but he is an American author who not only won a Pulitzer Prize, but he won the Nobel Peace Prize for literature and has no formal background. He has no formal education. Because you can write a book and then you can get a professional to edit it. So it, you know, and they will make you not look stupid. You can get that. There's ways. You think Thomas Edison did everything he did by himself? No, he didn't. He had research assistants. Tons of them. But because it was his shop, guess what he got? All the glory. I know a guy that that, that makes I don't know, roughly $120 million a year doing content-based marketing and and teaches people how to promote their websites, how to promote their uh, anything that they're doing. And every book that he has published, he didn't write a word of it. He got it ghostwritten. Puts his name on it. Because he has a good message he just sucks at writing and freely admits it. He'll get somebody who knows how to write. He tells them what he wants, gives them the research materials to put it together. And then guess what? He puts out a book that you think some of these big people that have written memoirs and things like that, do you think they honestly wrote it themselves? No, they're not professional writers. But guess whose name is on the on the author author credit? Theirs. So where there's a will, there's a way. And when you run your own race, when you do these things in your time, guess what? You'll have the same knowledge level as I have, and and hopefully more. I want you to jam out success. I want you to be way more successful than I am. And the reason that I go back to, to reading Proverbs is because it, it's a book of life's wisdom. Even Steve Harvey, and you guys have seen Family Feud and, and seen him as a comedian. What, a, what an incredibly wonderful Christian man. He's great. I love Steve Harvey. I too. He's just the coolest dude, man. He is a cool cat. 
And one of the things that that he recommends is that you read the book of Proverbs. Because he said, I've written every, I've read all these self-help books. I've read everything. And he said, all that, all that is in one place. It's in the book of Proverbs. And he's right. So I, I profess that. I, and I, looky there, guys. Something I learned that I'm sharing with you, so I'm paying it forward. Because I learned it from Steve Harvey. I don't know the man, but I sure like his message. I sure like listening to him talk, especially about his beliefs in God and his faith. And he's cool. And he will be the first to admit to you. He's a street dude. Sometimes he's going to curse. He's going to say a, a bad word every now and again. I'm guilty of it. But God knows my heart. I'm not going to say that he's like it. And I'm not going to say he's going to reward me saying a cuss word. Probably not. Okay. But he knows my heart. He's not asking any of us to be completely 110% free of any sin or free of not making a mistake. But know it when you do. That's the difference. Smile about that. He can get his head around that, I'm sure. Because you go back and say, you know, I should have toned that down a little bit. I know. And I apologize. I, I, re, I repent of that. You know, I'm sorry for that. That was stupid. And, and you'll find that when you do stuff like that, you do it less and less and less and less and less. So run your race. Learn on your time. Because it won't get frustrating. You won't get frustrated. You take the time that's necessary to become an expert at what you want to become an expert at. I want to become an expert at being a good dad. I want to become an expert at being a good grandpa. I want to become an expert at being a good uh, life partner for uh, a potential Mrs. Bruton. How do I bring a better me to a relationship? Okay, well, you can't pull that out of your head. A lot of it is, yes, of course, common sense. But a lot of it is, is that, you know, when when you read, uh, what was that book? Oh, my God. And it's so, you, you read it, and you're going, oh, my God, this hits everything right on the head. Oh, uh and I may butcher it, men are from Venus, women are from Mars, or men are from Mars and women are from Venus, whichever way it goes. Um, John Gray, I think, wrote it. A really good book. It was published quite a while back, but a really good book for couples. Because you're going, oh, wow, man, that, yeah, I can get my head around that. So learn at your pace. But learn. Don't make it, don't make it, you know, don't put yourself, and that's what I, maybe I'm a little, uh, because I, 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 I think when you put a timeline on people, you know, you've got to write this. I mean, there's always going to be deadlines, sure. Uh, you know, but, it, uh, and you have to learn to live around those things. But I also think when you're trying to educate yourself, do it at your pace. Do it at your speed. You know? Sometimes that, that can be in a classroom. Sometimes it may not. Because you know what? Maybe it takes you a little longer to learn something. So there's alternatives to taking a formal class. Okay? And here's the skinny. If you're trying to self-educate yourself, you can go to a university and go to the student center and there'll be about a bajillion people there that would be interested in being a tutor if you want to learn something about, you know, uh, chemistry, something about English, something about literature, social sciences, um, engineering. There's always going to be a tutor for the students. Well, your money's as good as a student's. So if you tell them, hey, this is what I'm working on. Can you help me and tutor me? Then that person, that tutor becomes your teacher. 
Because what's your teacher going to say? Get a tutor. Okay, well, go get a tutor. Somebody to help you. Tutor's going to be a hell of a lot cheaper than taking a class. So there you have it. Then you can learn at your own pace. And what does that do? You remember, we just said it. It reduces our stress that allows us to learn because we're going at, we're doing it our way. I couldn't go into a formal algebra class and expect to have any real success. What I can do, though, is I do read books on algebraic equations. Math really just, I don't know, for some reason of late, it's really gotten into my head. And I read, you know, different things, you know, and I read like Nobel economic stuff for Nobel winners. And you sit there and you go, damn, have you seen their equations? So I want to have some idea how that works. If I can understand something in theory, I can usually get it. So I kind of study that stuff on my own. You know, I, w I want to kind of understand it. I don't know that I could ever do it. And I guess if I took some time, I could. There was an Indian mathematician who, from a, from a single textbook, was able to extrapolate math problems that were unbelievable. And there's all kinds of stuff about him on the internet, all kinds of things about him on Wikipedia. And I can't, forgive me, remember his name, but if you put in uh, Indian math genius, he probably will come up. I think that's how I might have Googled him, you know? And... These are people who learn at their own pace. He didn't do well in a formal education setting, but the people that were around him that were formally educated saw the talent and the man was recognized as, as, a, as a fellow, as someone who, who people ad, looked up to and, and said in academic circles, this guy, this guy knows his stuff, you know, this guy knows his stuff. There's always a, there's a will, there's a way. And if, when you run your own pace, do your own thing, you'll win all the time. And here's the thing, if you venture out and you, you know, you, you have to stop. If something fails, then go, okay, what piece, what in the recipe am I missing? Did I forget the sugar? Did I forget the salt? Did I forget to knead the dough more than, than I did? Should I have gone longer? Should I put just a touch more milk in it? How many times do you think a chef will cook a single recipe before he goes, perfect, done, don't change a thing. And they make incredibly good notes to know exactly what precise measurement of each of the ingredients that go into this recipe that make this most delectable dish they're not going to hit it the first time every time. They can with the right recipe, but to get to the right recipe, guess what they got to do? They got to back up and, and look at each other and look at everybody in the kitchen and go, what are we missing? Do we need a little more sugar? Do we need a little more salt? Let's do this. Let's add this and add this. How much, how much is a little more? A pinch, a punch, how much more? But they run their own race. They're not going, you know, a thousand miles an hour to put out, you know, this. And then they put out a piece of crap apple pie that you go, well, you know, shit, I could have got that at the grocery store. Or do you eat a piece of apple pie that you go, 
oh my God. <laughs> you know, my grandmother couldn't even do this. How do they do that? They run their own race. They do it until they know it's right. And that's what you have to do in your life. Do it till you know you're right. And just because one pie fails and you're 499 pies in and your 500th pie, guess what? It's picture perfect. But you know what life's going to tell you at 499? If we ain't got 499 pies and it ain't come out yet, it ain't never coming out. Taking that one step further than the guy behind you is willing to take. What am I missing? What, am, what, what key ingredient to the recipe of my life am I missing? What key ingredient to the recipe of the success of my business am I missing? What key ingredient to my relationship am I missing? The beauty part of that is, is that you, you have someone else to work that out with. What are we missing, babe? What could we do different? How could we be the couple that we both dream about being and be that person for each other and have that satisfaction for ourselves? Because not only do you need the satisfaction of, of the, the, the unit, but you also need to go, I, I couldn't be more happy. I'm done. This is wonderful. I'm happy. This is the person I really absolutely choose to spend the rest of my life with. I'm done. I'm cooked. It's great. My recipe is complete. And you continue to be grateful and you continue to evolve. And you learn to do it at your pace. So that you have the knowledge to add the ingredient that you need. And you gain that through research, class, reading, listening. Mentoring, asking. Not hard, is it? Absolutely not. You've got this. You can do it. Especially when you slow down and say, okay, I, you know, unless it's a foot race, don't make it one. You know, marathon runners have to set a pace for some marathon runners that's a blistering pace you know you run 26 four minute miles which is about what uh uh, uh big time marathon runners you know running that four to five minute mark a mile try running just one mile four minutes but imagine 26 and then a little bit more at that speed, that pace. Well, with knowledge, and here's how they do that. Guess how they do that? Training. They run at their pace, but they develop to that pace. You don't walk out and run a marathon because to complete a marathon and to complete it where it's recognized, you have to do 15-minute miles. You have to be in under less than 15 minutes in mo in many races. Some are a little faster, but none of them are going to be any slower. Okay. So when you're running a marathon, you have to be able to at least get each mile, 26 of them at 15 minutes. And then you got a little bit more to go than that. So really you need to get your, you're training down to a 10 to 13, 14 minute mile. If you're starting out, okay? But you'll get better and better and better. But you won't run a blistering pace mile for 26 of those bad boys straight out of the gate. you got to practice. And you'll run at your pace. And then your pace will improve as your knowledge of your body knowledge of your breathing and knowledge of the race becomes more clear. You will gain that and you will win. That's how you do it. It's not hard. It's not difficult. And I'm telling you, when people tell you knowledge is power, no shit. 
No shit. That's why when you pray for something, God, please, you know, help me pay my car payment. God, please help me get a new house. God, please help me make my mortgage payment. God, help me, you know, make a big paycheck. No, 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 no. God, help me to gain the knowledge and wisdom that it will take so that I can successfully make my mortgage month in and month out. God, I pray for knowledge and wisdom so that I can pay, take care of my financial needs for my family month in and month out. Pray for knowledge and wisdom. Because with those things, guess what you have? Success. Because you know in your noodle how to get yourself out of a bad situation and into a good situation. You know how to, when life kicks you right between the you-know-what and bends you over, you have the knowledge. You may get knocked down a couple of steps, then you go, wait a minute, hey, I know how to, I can navigate through this. Sailors who navigate rocky shoals in bad weather, because they've done it over and over and over again. Guys who climb Everest have climbed many, many other, other mountains before they get there. Because if you make Mount Everest your first mountain, you're stupid. Just throwing that out there. Mountaineering is not something you play with. You don't go climb El Capitan in Yosemite. You don't climb that pitch first, first climb. You go learn skill before you, before you even dream about getting on a pitch like El Capitan. You better have climbed a buttload of, of rocks. You better have a master skill level because you're going to get way up there and guess what? A single mistake can cost you your life or that of your partners. And if you're free soloing, yeah, you know, you don't go out and do that the first time. You don't go out and go, I'm going to free climb, even to go to 25, 30, 40, 50 feet. You're not going to free climb the first time you do it. Are you stupid? No, you're not. But if you gain the knowledge, if you do it, you do it safely, then eventually you can make a 50-foot pitch, a 30-foot pitch, a 100-foot pitch. Because you have the skill level, you have the knowledge to do it. You don't stand in a start house at the top of a mountain with your skis on, your rental skis and your rental boots and your rental poles and go, I'm going to ski the same downhill as Michaela Sheffrin. I'm going to ski a slalom course the way she does. No, you started years and years ago and you worked to that. And you can get to that level. Absolutely. But you're not going to do it first time out of the gate. So go at your pace. Learn at your pace. And if it takes you longer than others, who the F cares? Because if people are giving you a hard time and doing it in a mean way, Eventually, as they're asking you, how, why, you do, why, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Then all of a sudden, when you've successfully done it, then they're going to say, hey, dude, how did you do that? How do, uh, will you teach me how to do that? Oh, I remember you telling me, and not that you're going to be a dick, but I, you know, you can sit there and go, yeah, I remember when you were telling me, you know? What a douchebag I was because I couldn't go fast. I had to learn at my own speed. Well, maybe your own speed is a remedial speed. Who gives a shit? I don't because I'm going to learn at my speed, not yours. Because I could give a crap because you know what it is? It's my life, not yours. And there you have it. Guys and gals, you can do it. Doesn't matter how fast or slow you are. Just do it.
And if anybody's a negative naysayer, you know, guys know what I say about naysayers. They're people who can't do what you're trying to do, so they got to bring you down. Well, have a nice day, butthead, but I'm going to do this. At least I have the balls to do it. You may not, but guess what? I do, so have a nice day. Take your naysaying shit and keep it moving. Because you don't need anybody's approval. You just need your own. You know? And when you're praying for knowledge, God knowledge, you know, he'll approve. He'll shepherd you along. He'll help you out. You know, especially if you're doing the work. You guys have heard me say this a hundred times, but I'm going to say it one more time. You can't say, God, I need a million dollars and go throw your ass on the couch, order a Domino's pizza and wait for, you know, and keep looking at your bank app going, well, where the hell's my million dollars? God said he was going to put it there. No, God didn't say he was going to put it there. God could give you the knowledge to get there if you ask for it. And if you're out working for it, guess what? All of a sudden, epiphanies come to you. Uh, knowledge that you were like, oh, man, I, I found the right book. You put your hand on the right book at the library and pulled it out. Was it chance? Life's not a roulette game. Sure, you need sometimes a little luck. But if you're doing the right thing, guess what? You're going to have it. It's going to come. Run your race. Do everything at your pace. When you're talking about change. Unless there's a time limit on it, you know? And we talked about timelines. Somebody says, well, you got till midnight tonight to figure it out. Okay. Well, you might be at midnight tomorrow night and you might have to be figuring it out because if you gave me enough time to get my head around it where I could make a good decision, I might have made us both a success. But your dumbass wants to put a time limit on it. You know, things that were meant to be will be no matter what the time it takes. So remember that. If it is truly meant to be, it will be on the time level. And here's the whole skinny. Guess whose time it's going to be? It's going to be on God's time, not your time. But what I'm say, suggesting is, is that when you're learning and doing things, go at your pace. You know? And keep in mind that patience is a virtue and patience may, it may take a little longer. You guys have heard me t tell this story too, is, you know, maybe you went for your dream job and maybe your dream job is going to come available in six months. And at five months, you start getting discouraged saying nobody's going to hire me. Okay. But you kept your faith and you kept going because here's the thing, God is allowing the person that's in that current job, which was their dream job, to retire with dignity, to retire with the fanfare that they've well deserved. And then by some wonderful touch, you're going to be made the first person that, that's, that's going to, they're going to, someone's going to say, oh my God, I know just the person. Oh my God, it's Susie Q over here. And Susie Q, they call Susie Q. Susie Q, hey, uh, we hear you're looking for this job. We hear you're qualified to do this job. Would you come see us? Oh my God, I've been waiting for this job forever. Six months later, this person goes out, you come in and you got your dream job because you had patience. Maybe it's a year. Maybe it's five months. Maybe it's five weeks. Maybe it's five days. Put it out there that it doesn't matter what the time is. If I'm going to make the investment into this, at some point in time, there'll be a reward. Walk your pace. Gain the knowledge. Do the things you know to do. And that's how we become a successful digital nomad. That's how we become a successful side hustle guru. That's how we become 
successful in our relationship. That's how we become a successful parent, a successful grandparent. It's by running our pace and gaining the knowledge to be that person at the very best level that we could possibly be. All right, gang, we're going to cut it off there. Uh, Give me just a second. We'll come back and we're going to close the show. All right. Well, it's that time to close the show. And thank you so much for listening today. I hope you get a lot out of it. I pray for your success in all aspects of your life. And uh, you can reach me through robertbruton.com. You can get to our books on Amazon there. You can get to the podcast. You can uh, support us through Patreon. Uh, uh, Thank you for those of you that support us on Patreon. Thank you also for people. I love the little buy me a coffee thing that we put in our articles and stuff because every now and again, I get a sweet note from somebody. Go here, dude. Go get a cup of coffee. I love this. This was really cool. So thank you. We post that on our website uh, to support our articles instead of making a subscription. If you read something and you want to throw me two or three bucks for a cup of coffee, then there's a good way to do it. And so for those of you that have done that, thank you so much. That is such a sweet gesture and I appreciate it very much. And uh, remember, you got this. No matter where you are in your life, no matter how dark it may seem right now, you got this. Okay. It may take a little time, but guess what? You got this. Run your race like we talked about today. Don't worry about, you know, time. You know, time will take care of itself. You take care of yourself, okay? And then the time will take care of itself. Organize your life to win, okay? And you can. All right. So, again, robertbruton.com. There's all, you know, you can communicate with me. There's, uh, you can also communicate through the podcast. You can send me a voice memo, uh, a voice deal. And if you uh, want to be on the show or if you think you have a good subject or something you want to talk about, let me know because I'll be happy to uh, uh, spend some time with it. And if you have any questions about something we talked about or something you read, either in one of my books or in an article, I'll be happy to clarify or expand on or give you some uh, more knowledge uh, about what I was thinking or what you could do to apply that to your own life. So uh, take care. God bless you. And uh Man, just thank you so much for tuning into the show. I I love you guys very much, and I appreciate it. And I love doing the show, and I love all the support that we get. So God bless you again, and thank you. And this is Robert Bruton. Bye for now. Mm